Gremlins, and welcome to episode 22 of the Grim Podcast. I'm Sylvie. Happy New Year, by the way. I really hope you guys get through this year than 2020 if any of you were struggling. I'm not going to say New Year, New Me, because to be honest, I never change. No matter how many resolutions I set for myself, it never works out. <laughs> That's why I've only set a single, very general resolution this year. And that's not to be a crummy person. But uh, all jokes aside, today we'll be exploring some Chinese folklore. The first tale will be The Spring of Madness, a story of insanity and unorder. Then we'll see how the characters in Naming a Cat deal with, well, Naming a Cat. So, without further ado, let's start reading. Once upon a time, in a small kingdom, there was a very strange spring. Whoever drank from it went mad, so people called it The Spring of Madness. But, as luck would have it, this was the only spring for drinking water in the entire kingdom. So all in the kingdom were madmen, confused in their speech and deranged in their actions. Only the king himself had never drunk from the spring of madness. The water he drank was from a specifically drilled well, and for this reason he was the only sane person in his kingdom. But it was precisely because he had not gone mad that his words and actions seemed very strange to his subjects. His subjects all had wild and disheveled hair and scruffy clothes and wore their underwear on the outside and their outer clothing on the inside. They would often wear one white shoe and one black. The king, however, always washed and combed his hair neatly and dressed himself carefully and tidily. When the soldiers got together, they would always fight with one another and frolic about, but the king would order them to line up into squads and drill. When his subjects came before them, they would lie on the ground and roll themselves around while shouting wildly, and the king would tell them that this was disrespectful and have them arrested and imprisoned. And so the madness went. The people of the kingdom ultimately concluded that their king had come down with some strange illness. They surrounded and captured him and announced that they were going to subject him to medical treatment. Some poked at him with acupuncture needles, some burned him with cauterizing agents, and some pried his mouth open and forced medicine down his throat. The king suffered greatly at the hands of his subjects. Remaining sober and upright in this mad and distorted world is difficult. Those who cannot do so are like the king in this story, who is eventually overwhelmed by all the madness around him. This story also reminds us that we should have a clear view of the good and evil things, and not be missled into evil by people, even when they are very vocal and in the majority. Okay, so uh, basically the king got, eventually, all the insanity around him drove him crazy, and he decided that he would have to join the other citizens who were insane as well. So, yeah, that's that's the Spring of Madness. That night, he managed to escape from captivity and sneaked over to the Spring of Madness. There, he drank and immediately became a madman. When his subjects saw that their king was now as crazy as the rest of them, they rejoiced and believed that he had recovered from his illness. They released him from captivity and gave him no more trouble. Now, that was a tale from Sung Shu. Okay, here's the moral. Okay, so let's continue on to naming a cat. A man once kept and raised a cat. He saw that his cat had a fearsome look about it, so he named it Tiger Cat. One day, as he was entertaining several guests in his home, he pointed to his cat with pride and satisfaction and said, This cat of mine looks very imposing, doesn't it? The name I chose for it is Tiger Cat. A guest said, although tigers are brave and fearsome, they are not as imposing as dragons. Why don't you call it Dragon Cat? 
a second guest said, The dragon is more marvelous than a tiger, but a dragon can only fly in the heavens if it rides in the clouds. So clouds are better than dragons, and you should call this cat Cloud Cat. A third guest said, Clouds can cover the heavens and hide the sun, so they are indeed awe-inspiring. But the wind has only to blow to scatter the clouds. It would appear that clouds cannot compare with the wind, so I think it would be more appropriate to name your cat Wind Cat. The fourth guest said, Wind can indeed blow in many fearsome ways, but when the wind encounters a sturdy wall, it is blocked. Walls are more awesome than the wind, so a more imposing name for your cat would be Wall Cat. A fifth guest said, Walls can block the wind, but they cannot withstand mice digging holes beneath them. When mice dig several such holes, the entire wall will collapse. The mouse eventually prevails over the wall, so you should call this cat Mouse Cat. The host could not help laughing at this point and said, My, my, you all know that mice fear cats the most. We've come full circle now, and I conclude that the cat is the most awesome of all. I'll simply call a cat a cat and dispense with all other additional names. And that was a tale from, I am so sorry, I don't know how to pronounce this, but it's from Cien Yipian. I'm so sorry, I'm incredibly unfamiliar with this name, so we're just going to pretend I said that right. But anyways, let's move on to the moral. We should be practical and not give names that do not match with the actual qualities of things. This fable also teaches us that all things in the universe have their strong and weak points. So, uh, those names were quite ridiculous, and they didn't match the cat's description at all. And if I was a cat, I'd be very offended. <laughs> so, yeah, that is Naming a Cat. So, that brings this episode to an end. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And, again, Happy New Year, and let's all cross our fingers that this year turns out much better than 2020. Till our next adventure. Bye, Gremlings.